Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach Brendan Sir, and I am so delighted today to have as our guest the CEO of 360 Hoops, my dear friend, Archie McKetron. How are you, Arch? I'm great, Coach, and thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here, and I'm a big fan of your program. Well, I'm a big fan of you, and uh, the reason is because uh, 360 Hoops is a game that I was introduced by our founder, Shane Bray, Mike Bray's brother, uh, last summer when he had me evaluate via video uh, you know, a tournament that they had up in Daytona Beach at my friend you know, Mike Panaggio's DME. And I'll tell you what, I fell in love with the game. Absolutely incredible game. Now, I was also, for our listeners, um, you know, I was involved, you know, in trying to convince you, an incredible executive, to join our company. And thank God you did, because you are really making an incredible impact on our company. Tell us about where, Archie, you're from, not as much as you're a main guy, I know that, but... Tell us your journey of how you got to where you are today. Well, thanks, Brendan. I, I appreciate the kind words. And uh, similar to you, the first time I got some exposure to not only this product, uh, but the game associated with this product and ultimately the people working on this, I, I had the same level of energy and excitement. Uh, in terms of myself, I grew up in a small town in Maine, Kittery, Maine. It's about an hour north of Boston on the New Hampshire border. Uh, was a high school player, a uh, pretty good one uh, in a small state, in a small town. Uh, I had the opportunity to play in college in upstate New York at Ithaca College, which was an amazing experience uh, for me. Uh, and in between high school and, and college, I actually took what was called a post-grad year, uh, which now is a little bit more in vogue. But in the late 80s, that was that was like new vocabulary. There wasn't a lot of places that did that. It was an incredible experience at a place called Maine Central Institute. So I learned right away um, just kind of where I stood in the basketball pecking order and then kind of made a really what I thought in in hindsight, a great decision on where I went to school, the experience I had, um, the the people I met, uh, it was fantastic. And, And really basketball has been a foundational pillar for me, a passion, uh, and just something that that's grounded me and taught me many, many life lessons. I then uh, went on to uh, to, to start a, a career at Nike. Uh, I actually started in a warehouse in Greenland, New Hampshire, uh, putting shoes in boxes. Um, and you know, for me, what that that moment and that experience symbolized was just such a walking into such an incredibly strong culture uh, that I saw right away at Nike. Um, that group of people that I first came in contact with, the passion, the pride, they exuded all. And, and I knew right away this was a special place. And I went on to spend 28 years at the company. I was very fortunate. And then I got to work across a lot of different uh, areas of the company. Um, maybe to note for your listeners, uh, from a basketball perspective, I worked specifically in basketball roles nine years of my career there and at one point headed up our Nike basketball global footwear line where we worked with such athletes as as Kobe, the late great Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Diana Taurasi. Uh, It was an incredible experience and and just bringing a a product line to life uh, for the world's most dominant basketball footwear brand. Um, Also to note, uh, I spent five years with my family, which really changed our life. Uh, certainly me as a business leader and us as a family living in Asia 
three in Tokyo uh, and two in Shanghai, where I had similar roles uh, running uh, the product merchandising arm for Nike uh, in those countries and uh, incredible experiences. Very humbling uh, to work in an environment where English was a second language. Uh, and it taught me a lot about myself, the ability to connect with people in different cultures. And it's really shaped uh, the person I am. Um, following that incredible career at Nike, I was, I was looking for, you know, some things in my life that could continue to allow me to grow uh, and stay, stay stimulated. And uh, I spent a little bit of time actually volunteering uh, at the Division Three level at a school, Lewis and Clark College in the Pacific Northwest with a special group of uh, coaches and players um, that I, I really built a, an incredible connection with. And shortly thereafter, um, I was, through a mutual friend, introduced to the idea of 360 Hoops and then started to, to kind of see where this could take me. You know, Arch, one of the things that uh, we try to do on our Coaching You podcast is, you know, we talk to great men and male and female coaches around the world uh, because our, you know, we talk to 140 plus countries around, but we also have, we have coaches, high school, AAU, all levels of college basketball, all levels of professional basketball worldwide. And I'll get a call from someone in, you know, or literally an email from someone in Greece or someone in Australia, and they'll say, I love the guest you had last week and stuff. But what we try to do is expose them to things, and we have a lot of business leaders on. And and so whether I have John Gordon, an author, on talking about his new book, or in this case, someone like you, what we have and what we really encourage at Coaching You is a growth mindset to continually learn. And as the great John Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all. Well, I think I know a lot about basketball till I watched 360 Hoops. And then I saw a game that was totally changed the way I thought because it took me out of my comfort box. What is your vision for this incredibly dynamic young company? Well, I think first and foremost, um, the, 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 the inspiration behind the company and co-founder Shane Bray, uh, as you mentioned, Mike's brother, he, he's a former coach, educator himself, and he was running basketball academies in the Orlando, Florida area. And the one thing he noticed is, or he thought about, how could I engage more athletes at the same time? Um, and get, not only get them participating, but willing to participate. How do I create more energy, more capacity, and more opportunity for, for athletes? And that was really the simple inspiration, this notion around inclusion and energy, getting more people to want and capable of participating. Um, and that, that's really the, the, the centerpiece of, of how we build things and what we focus on. We believe we have an opportunity here at 360 to energize the sport of basketball. And that's through creating an innovative approach uh, to skill development. You know, now all of a sudden you're playing basketball in an entirely different space, different angles, a whole different way of playing, um, three-on-three competition, and then, of course, player inclusion, which what we mean by that is more people participating, more touches, more possessions, uh, more transition. And, and as a result, it, it frankly creates more fun. So tell our listeners what the product looks like, because when without seeing it, 
they're probably saying, what the hell are you guys talking about? When you see the product, you go, I've never seen anything like this. Describe it to our listeners, please. Well, well, first of all, I would encourage everyone to go to our website, www.play360hoops.com. Click on our videos. It'll take you right into our YouTube page where you'll be able to see testimonials, gameplay, um, videos. You'll learn about the company. So So to your point, Uh, It'll give you a real strong visual of what this is all about. But in essence, what we've created here is we've created uh, a dynamic basketball experience that is a single pole with three backboards cold molded together in a triangular form that allows you to play or develop your skills uh, on one singular basket. So once again, think three backboards on one basket. We actually created an, an adjustable uh, pole. It's adjustable with the, with the hydraulic foot pump. So the basket can literally go from four and a half feet to six feet to eight feet to 10 feet with the simple movement of your foot. Um, our mobile solution has non-marking wheels that you can easily just clamp down at any space you want. And really the brief was how can we have a 110-pound teacher or coach literally be able to wheel this in and out of a gym, potentially from, from in, in some cases, from one school maybe to the next in a K-12 through situation, but something super versatile uh, that was easily storable. It, it actually slides under your typical 80-inch double door. It's 68 inches tall. Uh, and something that was just really flexible, adaptable, um, and portable uh, that a coach or a team or an athlete could use. So imagine once again, Brendan, this basketball hoop sitting in the middle of the court with three different rims and backboards attached to it, and then playing not only the, not only from a skill perspective. So imagine you could have three people shooting at the same time, or you literally could be playing three on three at the same time, scoring on three different baskets so also picture our listeners not the regular basketball court but picture that this game is played with the court being a 30 foot diameter which i think is so intriguing so you can go and shoot at any of the hoops when you're playing three on three correct correct and and it makes just the fact that it's a circle makes it really interesting and frankly dynamic um, for players, because all of a sudden you're playing at different angles than you've ever played before. You have more opportunities to score. The game is really not necessarily geared towards, you know, three, sitting in the corner and shooting threes. <laughs> it's much more of a game based on movement, um, passing, spacing. Uh, defensively, your responsiveness. So you're guarding the ball or you're off the ball, but now all of a sudden you've got all these different um, baskets that you're kind of envisioning in your periphery. So mentally, your ability to, to kind of read and react and be responsive in the moment, it's like anything you, you haven't seen. And our, our focus is really for, for junior high and high school kids, boys and girls, that's really our, our target that, that want to get better at their game and want to play in a fun and dynamic environment. But I will tell you, Brendan, what we've learned um, is that the mo- even the most elite players can benefit 
from a lot of the things that this game, it is a true simulation on how to make decisions in the moment. You know, Jay Billis always says, you know, he, he's a big advocate of a short shot clock. And the reason being, it teaches players to make quick decisions. And that's the essence of basketball. Uh, I was talking to a high-level Power 5 coach last night who said, I have to redo my entire defense to this year. He said, any thoughts? I said, yes. The first thing you have to do is teach players to keep the ball in front of them when they're guarding them. That's what this game does. You know, in college, you watch a college or pro game, they force people to the sideline, force them to the baseline. You do that in this game, you're going to give up layup after layup. So you have to keep the ball in front of you, which is the essence of defense, of any man-to-man or zone. And I think this is, it really is fundamentally an incredibly sound way to play. No question. So defensively, you're exactly right. You know, you're going to be out there on your own. Mm -hmm. And job number one is to stop the ball. And then if you're off the ball, you know, your ability to sort of read and react and, and, and get into help and get back, it, it, it's unmatched because when, when the options for the offense are to score on three different baskets in one organized space, it's going to cause you um, to have to react and read things like you've never done before on the defensive end. You know, so t- if you would, just uh, again for our listeners, tell them the rules of the game or how long does a game last, et cetera. And that's what I love about it as far as the inclusion part of it and how hard you have to play because the game is not a 40-minute or 48-minute game. Yeah, no. What we've done, so we've, you know, this is a company that started in 2019. Um, in the early 2020, we're starting to really roll out a series of events um, and starting to kind of connect with schools and, and, and build this, this company out. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. Um, and that sort of shut everything down, which we actually turned that into an opportunity to continue to refine our product. But in essence, um, when we're in tournament play, in, in some of the ones that we've done, we play two 10-minute halves um, of, of running time, and then the last two minutes are stopped. Um, and, and you think, wow, that's just not a ton of time. But literally, the average amount of possessions per team in two 10-minute halves, or in a a 10-minute half, excuse me, is 60 possessions per half. And in fact, uh, in in this last spring when we held a tournament down in in Daytona at the DME facility in our elite women's invitational, in the entire two 10-minute halves, there were 140 possession changes. So imagine just first and foremost, just how dynamic that is. Um, the rules are similar uh, in terms of uh, that you'd find in traditional basketball for sure. Um, you know, in what we call our secret sauce is, and we think it's really fun, is when you actually play three on three in more of a king or queen of the court concept. So imagine a winner stay on or make it, take it. So all of a sudden you've got people coming in and coming out and that just makes it incredibly fun and, and really mentally fatiguing um, because you're having to kind of operate, you're having to operate your brain and your body at a level you've never done before. That's where I think at the high school, college, I'm not saying the pro level because, you know, they might be, you know, they might not want to try to change, but I'm telling you, uh, for player development purposes, even at the pro level, you, you put your players in that and you do the rotation of getting nine players through that thing. I'm telling you, first of all, the mental concentration is beyond belief, but more importantly, you talk about creating intensity in practice and teamwork. 
you know, to make good plays to win and stay on, fabulous, I think. Well, Brennan, I have to tell you a quick story. So before taking the role uh, and talking with uh, our two co-founders, Anthony Gomez and Shane Bray, I said, I have to see the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've got to get a feel for this thing. So I met uh, uh, those guys, those gentlemen, and a few others out in Charlotte, North Carolina area, actually in Rock Hill, South Carolina, which is about 20 minutes outside of Charlotte. And um, we had a basket sent up. We The guys assembled it, which is super easy to do. Um, I was blown away uh, by the, the engineering our engineer, Richard Gregory, did on this. I mean, just amazing, the hydraulic pump to kind of raise it and lower it and just, just really blown away. We left for lunch. We came back, and unbeknownst to ourselves, there was a group of six 12 to 13-year-olds playing. So they had created their own circle. They were playing on, on, on the basket. And I was sitting there watching them, and I'm like, my God, look at, look at the energy, look at the movement, look at the fun, look at the smiles, the competitiveness. And, and I, I said, hey, we, we really do have something special. So that afternoon, we had actually scheduled uh, an elite high school um, to come in, one of the elite schools in the Charlotte area. Now, these are recruitable kids, mm-hmm. um, kids playing high-level high school in AAU. Uh, they came in with Coach Addy. And then to watch very, um, really talented players with very little instruction play 3v3v3 in one setting, I mean, it was just absolutely mesmerizing. The movement, um, the creativity, the communication – and maybe one other thing I would say uh, for your coach, your coaching listeners, uh, when you look at other sports, you look at the game of soccer, what futsal does to soccer, seven on seven does it American football. I, I do think a lot of other sports do a really nice job of sort of shrinking the numbers, shrinking the spaces. Uh, young kids playing ice hockey, they shrink the ice. Uh, in lacrosse, they have multiple goals connected um, for different opportunities to score and same thing in soccer. And this is really an interesting idea of kind of, kind of shrinking that core and, and, and running different simulations. So we watch these guys, the way they move the ball, they finish. I mean, you can literally throw a pass to the other side of the rim, catch it for a dunk. And then the transition between the team that scores stays on the team that doesn't goes off. And it's, and it's this constant movement. The common denominator between both groups, so we talked to both groups afterwards, and there were two things that they both immediately divulged to us. Number one is how much fun they had, and then number two uh, is just how tired they had. Because, again, your your brain mentally is now working at a level it hasn't had to because of all these new angles. Uh, and just the, the fact that you're actually playing on a circle with three baskets as opposed to just one. And then maybe the other thing I might add is if you just kind of move away from gameplay and think about like skill development, all of a sudden it's a really dynamic way to teach skill, skill development. Um, the coach is right there. You've, you've created a natural sort of uh, competitive spirit with multiple athletes at the same time. There's just a lot of things you can do on that space uh, from a team perspective that really makes it fun to work on your game. So now the opportunity, the opportunity that I saw, you know, with this was, you know, with the pandemic, 
became great. In fact, greater than ever, because there were now, you know, things were getting cut in schools. Things Kids were at home for almost a whole year, and now they're getting back. How did you, how do you as a company, Archie, envision this as to what opportunities do you see for the company where you would like to put this incredible product? Well, I mean, I think the first thing that jumps out to you is, is areas like schools and teams, um, without question that that's our largest market. Um, and if you think about just as you described coming out of this pandemic, um, the mental side of young folks and young athletes and just general health and, and wellness in, in particular, we think this matches up really, really well. So from a school and a, and a recreation uh, department opportunity, playgrounds, camps, um, we see this really good. And, and the other thing I would know from a camp perspective, because of um, – the, the ability to bring this much capacity. So three more baskets as opposed to one, all of a sudden, if you are limited in your facilities, this gives you that, this gives you far more opportunities to have more athletes engaged. So it's a great opportunity around solving for capacity and solving for just having more baskets in, in a similar space. But the other thing we did find um, is it's actually bigger than just schools and teams. Um, it is about wellness and it is about health. So if you're in a, in a situation uh, where you're, you know, you want to bring sport to life, um, whether you're competitive or whether even frankly you're recreational and just want to have fun, this is where it can make a lot of sense. So we, we've had a lot of interest in areas like, for example, the military, um, even thinking about like resort and hospitality spaces. And, and maybe the last thing I would, uh, I would throw out is, if you look at, at the sport of like pickleball, which is the fastest growing sport in the U.S., all of a sudden to bring kind of a fun, dynamic basketball experience uh, in a smaller space in a more unique way, um, it starts to really be something that a lot of different types of people are interested in. You know, one of the things that we saw, you know, with the NBA, with the pandemic, uh, you know, where they were in a bubble last season, this year, you know, thank God they got through 72 games. And, you know, but they, a lot of places couldn't have fans in the building or very, very few fans in there. But the one thing they did have was they had sponsors, which they could show on their TV commercials. They could show on in arena signage on TV and stuff. But you have identified, you and uh, the leadership team have identified some opportunities, I think, that are brilliant for companies, sponsors of teams where they can make an impact in communities of real need that really help the people that they really, you know, want to influence as sponsors. Yeah, no question. I think first and foremost, we want to make sure um, we see a great opportunity to serve a lot of communities that have been hard hit coming out of this pandemic. Um, we do believe there's a, there's this this game brings tons of interest to places like YMCA's and boys and girls clubs and in places where, where people just want to move. Um, so from a sponsorship perspective, we, we see a lot of opportunity for different brands to get connected to sport in some of these, these hard hit communities. And that's something we're actively searching for um, whether it's, you know, across professional organizations or just companies at large, you know, how do we collectively 
create something that's sustainable, that can add value and uh, and do good, especially now as, as sort of we return uh, to being more active as a society. And we think this fits right in there. You know, one of the things that I, um, I feel really, really strongly about um, is even on college campuses, you know, you know, we're, you know, having lived in the South now, last half of my life, uh, I've been indoctrinated as a kid from Jersey. All of a sudden I've seen that, my God, college football is better than pro football. And, you know, whether it's LSU, University of Florida, uh, you know, programs like this, you get to see 100,000 people at games and stuff. But the pregame, the two hours before, all of a sudden I envisioned having these baskets outside of the football stadium to have young people to play while their parents were, you know, doing their, you know, pregame festivities, so to speak, <laughs> you know. And I, I just think, you know, just tremendous opportunities. But also, Archie, please talk to us about what you guys, and you can see it on the websites, what we can do with the backboards as far as for advertising for a college or for a team or a sponsor. Yeah, I mean, we we have the ability um, to screen print onto our backboard um, color and and branding, et cetera. So we can storytell um, with with the pull pads we have on, on on our on our baskets as well as the backboards themselves. So there's plenty of uh, real estate um, to really kind of make uh, to send a strong signal of a partnership there. Uh, which we think is really, really fun. I mean, just the ability to even bring color, um, think school color um, to a backboard is it just it, it makes the product that much more iconic. Um, and then, as you alluded to, from an event perspective, I mean, authenticating this game is something that um, we think is is something we're really committed to, and and we have a series of different events um, that we'll be associated with. We're we're in the final stages of locking down. Um, in our, an event in August, the first weekend in August in Miami, which we think will be really exciting for both boys and girls. We'll actually have an elite bracket for men and we'll do a women's specific elite bracket uh, later in October. That's a little bit more conducive um, in terms of getting the most participation uh, for her because we think the, the, the girls just love this and it's, and, and it's so, so natural for them um, because the women's game being a little less vertical uh, their ability to sort of exploit footwear is, is footwork, excuse me, is is tremendous. Um, we're also in the early stages of, of planning an event uh, in October in, in Rock Hill, South Carolina, because we we love what that that area can represent outside of Charlotte. It's just a great basketball community there. Um, and then uh, the final the final event I would allude to is. Um, we will uh, be part of the opening night ceremony and festivities at the Hoop Fest event in Spokane, Washington, uh, which is in September of this year. It's traditionally in June, which is the world's largest three on three. So those are some of the things we have sort of formally and officially on the radar. But then to your to your point around, you know, collegiate athletics, the entire experience. We've had a lot of interest uh, across a variety of different size and levels of colleges where they just want to create great experiences for their students, whether it's in and around a game or even just recreationally, maybe it's a community college, et cetera, on their campus. And just having three baskets in, in one, on, on one pole in one location, it's just intuitively, it's, it's just so much more fun. Um, 
the universities have recognized what a great way to, to offer an experience to our students. I get intrigued every time we speak because I learned so much business-wise from you and selfishly, uh, I'm always trying to get better. But one of the things that, um, you know, I, I might know a lot about basketball, but the your knowledge of, of business is so incredible. So coming out of it, I think, you know, one of the top five brands in the world of all time in Nike, you know, you come back out with this incredible knowledge of how to market, merchandise, develop products, put footwear on the best players in the world, and constantly you're in a, in, in a you know a market of change. What's the next new sneaker, whatever? But what attracted you to 360? Well, I, I think you know just to kind of build on on the prior experience that I had. I mean, one thing that that I think is synonymous with with Nike is innovation. Uh, it's a company that has just continued to push the limits on um on what could be and uh you know i i, I sort of I, I personally really identified with that and as i saw 360 hoops and i saw the game of basketball and knowing that there hasn't been necessarily other than rule change a, a ton of different interpretations or or different ways to bring sort of this more more energy to the game and and, and to make it even more inviting when I saw 360 Hoops and I had a chance to meet a team of really passionate people that wanted to create something new um, that could have impact and make a difference uh, in people's lives, that really, that really kind of, that really resonated with me. And um, you know, the the ability to build something uh, is something I, I I I've enjoyed in my career. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I'd lived in different parts of the world and, and to have these type of unique experiences where you're actually building something. I saw the same thing here with 360 Hoops. So I'm, I'm just thrilled to be with this group. You know, one of the things that I that I think is so, so critical is you know, I, I just love your thought process on different things, uh, the way you think and your vision of things and the, w- the way you look at and attack things. Your marketing ideas, the ideas about website, could you discuss some of those uh, of the ways you believe in, in doing things like that, which I think as coaches, I think it applies to all of us. Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan because uh, this is a, ba- a basketball podcast. Uh, I'll just use some basketball terminology. I like to I like, you know, I like bounce pass basketball. <laughs> I like to keep I like to keep it simple. Uh, and I think for us and where we're at, there's really four things we're trying to get after is number one and create incredible product experience. Um, ultimately, we are an experience company. We want to make sure the product is at the center of that and it lives up to it. The second thing uh, is we're, we're authenticating the game. So we're, we're, we're holding events. We're engaging with teams. Um, we're bringing it into different simulations. Um, we want both the recreational and, the, and even the most competitive players to really kind of embrace this basket and embrace the game that goes with it. Um, The third thing uh, to your point is we're doing a lot of work right now um, on social media, uh, our storytelling, how we connect with the consumer uh, and with different businesses. Um, You can follow us at at play360hoops.com. You can scroll down on our website and and ask to be included on any updates. Um, 
obviously you can purchase the product. Um, we're going to start to to deliver product in in, in the July timeframe and beyond. Um, and then, of course, we're we're starting to build out what we call our, our commercial vision and where this makes sense. Um, but at its core, we're just trying to make really smart, simple, digestible moves forward, uh, starting with an amazing product experience and, and a way to connect uh, and ex- energize consumers. I think that's incredible. You know, the more I, the more time I'm with you, the more people I find out we know together. Or you know, and 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 it's absolutely, you know, we're in such a huge world, but it's so small sometimes. Uh, one of the people I study coaches of every sport, whether I don't care if it's rugby, ice hockey, I study coaches because I'm trying to get better. And it doesn't matter if they're coaching football or basketball, because it's about how they connect the people and what they do. The greatest innovator I've seen in football. <laughs> in the last decade to me was chip kelly from the university of oregon when he was there before he went to the eagles and stuff you have a relationship with him because of your proximity living there but stuff talk about chip kelly the way he thinks and how that's influenced you well chip is uh, a long time and a dear friend and uh, to your point i think uh, you know, and I'm clearly I'm biased, but but he's done an amazing job. Uh, he did an amazing job at the University of Oregon, and frankly, before that, even New Hampshire, with an amazing staff up there of just really innovating around the sport. Uh, he's been someone that's always sort of pushed pushed the boundaries of innovation. Um, you know, and I think for me, that's something that I've taken away uh, from not only having a great relationship with Chip, but also observing him. Uh, as a coach. And I think as we think about uh, from a basketball perspective, um, I think what this starts to do is for for teams and for athletes really start to change how you envision innovation, whether it's, you know, more athletes using it at the same time, or it's literally playing an entirely different way. How do you respond to different angles? How, how do I innovate? And, and as I see sport, um, the ability to seamlessly flow as a unit, to me, is where I see success uh, across the, regardless of level, across the game. And I think, I think what this does is it becomes a great um, teacher of that. It's it's fun in itself, but I even think at the high school, junior high, the collegiate level, to sort of introduce this into your practice situation. Um, could be a lot of fun. And, and maybe the other note I would say is just the sheer nature of everything that's going on causes you to lift your chin up. In a society where we're all constantly looking at our phones, this game really kind of has you look up. So your ability to vision is another really good byproduct of what happens here. And really to be able to vision it in, in, in a moment's notice because with this many different um, changes and angles and opportunities, you're constantly having to sort of intuitively react to that. I love that. I'm a dreamer, and I love to dream. And uh, and even though I'm old as hell now, I, I dream every day. And I just think, what's the dream for 360 Hoops for you and the team? I think the dream is is really to to make a difference. Uh, with people around a game that we're, we're super passionate about and to, and to bring energy to it. And, you know, in terms of, you know, scale and size, I mean, those are all byproducts 
of doing something that's that's really meaningful. Um, and it just we just want to help. We, we want to help people that that want to get better at the sport, that want to have fun with the sport, that want to enjoy the sport. Because uh, we all really uh, love this sport. I mean, that's even for myself personally, this sport uh, is the reason why um, I got to go to college. It, it was it built a, a, a suite of tools and, and experiences that, that define who I am today. Um, it, it taught me to, to never be afraid to maybe open some doors that 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 aren't the most traditional to open and uh, and just to kind of continue to you know, you know, kind of continue to work on your game, so to speak. So I think the big dream is just to, to, to give back and, 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 and see the smile on people's faces when they play this, they play this game and, and they just get to have fun with this basket. I, I, I think that's, that's so, what a great purpose. You know, I, I think I talked to PJ Fleck the other day and one of the things he said is you, you have to know your why all the time. He said, if you don't, you don't, you're rudderless. And, and I think that's what we really have here. You know, I've known Mike Bray for nearly 40 years. Shane, I got to work with at UCF for five years, and I love him to death. Anthony Gomez, you know, our other co-founder, uh, is incredible, brilliant, brilliant mind. I was like taking an MBA play course at Harvard every darn day, and, uh, and you. And so I'm, I'm thrilled that I am an investor in this company because I believe in the leadership team. I, I believe in this product so much. I think it's going to be, I didn't really think it's one of the most innovative things that we've ever seen in basketball in my lifetime, which is a long time. And so I, I think it's great. I'm so thrilled, Arch, that you're involved in running this from a leadership standpoint. And I just can't wait to see what's next. Well, well, Brendan, thank you for your time. I also want to, you know, thank all, all your listeners uh, those that have that have tuned in, uh, it's been a pleasure. I, I love what this platform represents, uh, not only for basketball, but the way you guys bring in multiple types of leaders across different industries, etc. Um, so I'm I'm just thrilled to be be one of many uh, that get to kind of listen to and and learn from and, and and get this incredible content that you deliver. Um, I would encourage folks to go to go check us out um, at play360hoops.com. Uh, for those of you uh, that do refer that respond to us and they reference that you heard me on the Coaching You podcast, uh, we'll provide a thousand dollar discount, whether it be for a mobile or an in-ground basket. Um, and, and just please uh, reach out to us, reference the Coaching You podcast. And we'll be happy to do that. Hey, Arch, last thing. Um, you know, I've had several of my friends recently hit me and ask me, you know, you know, I want to get involved in this. How does one get involved as a potential if you guys are still looking for any investors? Uh, well, great question. Um, it is a startup company and, and just the nature of that we do. Uh, we, we are currently in the middle of our second capital raise. Um, we're always looking for people that have enthusiasm for what we're doing, you know, uh, that could be strategic in nature to come into our environment. So if there is an individual, um, that feels that way, uh, please contact the show and, and, or reach out to us on our website and we'd be happy to follow up with you with more information. 
Archie, this was phenomenal. I know our listeners are loving this because uh, this is about making them better. And, uh, and and there's so many ways that you can get better every day. PJ Flick said the other day, if you didn't get better today, why not? And that's the way I look at every day. So thank you so much. I know our listeners do. We appreciate it and can't wait to see you next time. Coach, thanks again for your time. Um, I was thrilled to be here, and uh, I look forward to following up with you real soon. Thank you, Archie. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, go to play360hoops.com. I'll tell you what. You'll love looking at the product. Watch some of the video on their YouTube channel. The game is fascinating. And just envision what you could do with it, whether you're running basketball camps, a rec center, you know, a youth program, a high school program or even all the way up at college program. I, I think it's just fascinating. Opened my eyes up, and when I saw elite players play the game, European professional players play it, it was dynamic. So I just think it's really great. Go to 360hoops.com, and until next week, this is the coach, Brendan Sir. 